And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. Here he is, Michael Savage. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. Good morning, everybody. This is uh, Michael and Nipper. A long night for me. been up most of the night with this leg thing. I'm not going to show the leg on the screen, but if it doesn't resolve soon, I don't know what I'm going to do. But here I am. I woke up thinking from Jonathan Swift to Taylor Swift what a world we are living in. And we have this dementia party. I mean, basically change the party of the Democrats to dementia party. It says it all. They're all in dementia. But let me talk about what I want to talk about. I really was going to talk about Joe Biden's brain. You may not know this, but many years ago, I wrote this important book, Reducing the Risk of Alzheimer's. I had set up and run a Alzheimer's Research Institute all on my own with some funds that I received from an individual in England. It was uh, going back to the old days where research had to be funded by wealthy people because the government would not fund any of my research. It turns out this book is 40 years ahead of its time. I'm probably going to reissue it because I reread parts of it and I said it's still very current. And what I wrote about in here is still very important today about Alzheimer's disease. It's not a laughing matter, you know, when you've had a relative who uh, had Parkinson's or worse yet, Alzheimer's, which I've never seen in my family, thank God, mainly because everyone dies too young to have Alzheimer's disease. That's, that's kind of dark humor, but it's true. Alzheimer's is probably the worst disease a person can have. They don't know who they are. They don't remember anything. It's like a living dead. It's frightening. Premature senility. It's a very important topic. And I showed the potential dangers of certain things, particularly aluminum, which was before this book regarded as harmless and allowed into our foods and our medicines. And yet I discovered that it was another pollutant that may be doing us in. Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Now, what you're seeing today is a lot of what I wrote in this book has now become current parlance in the, in the field of dementia. Many of the nutrients I talk about, the antioxidants. I remember when this book was published, I guess I'm talking about it. I didn't mean to, I to talk about something else, but I think that this book was originally published in 1987. 1987. It's a long time ago. So... I don't really want to do this right now. It's depressing because I watched the president and you can't diagnose, a, cannot diagnose a person by watching him from a distance, especially in a staged setting. But any child with a medical degree as near as 10 years ago would have said the man has Parkinsonian dementia in a certain stage and it's progressed rather rapidly. Am I here to mock him? No, I'm not here to mock him. He has the nuclear codes. He shouldn't. He cannot conduct himself as president of the United States or commander-in-chief. It's impossible. So you say, well, he's not doing it anyway. 
oh, he's not doing it anyway. So you're happy with that? You're happy with unknown puppeteers running the country that you didn't elect? You say, well, that's the way it's been for a long time. All right, you could put it that way. It's a cynical view. Cynicism is a protective, a protection mechanism, a defense mechanism that many of us use to think we know it all. This is very serious. Why the world doesn't take America seriously anymore. It's why a band of people in dirty nightshirts, the Houthis, dare to attack U.S. warships. It's because they know, basically, that the country's shot. Again, I'll do the pantomime, not because I want to mock Joe Biden, but if you can't see this for what it is, go away. Just leave me alone. It's frightening. Any other country on earth, they would have removed him for the sake, sake of the nation. So where's his wife, the hippie social worker, the aging hippie social worker who's running the, the country? I don't know. Power, power madness, you know, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Uh, but don't let me get you depressed. Nipper, do you really want me to talk about that stuff? I don't think Nipper does. Your husband is 81. At the end of the second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years, is there a part of you that is worried about his age and health? Can he do it? He can do it. And I see Joe every day. I see him out you know, traveling around this country, I see his vigor, I see his energy, I see his passion. I don't think Nipper wants me to talk about dementia, pre-senile dementia, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinsonian's dementia, the demise of a great nation right in front of our eyes, how one demented man has been manipulated or himself, who knows, to destroy a great nation in only three years. He ruptured the borders. You say open borders. No, he ruptured the borders. You know what rupture means? Break. Rupture. He ruptured the borders. There's not a sane person on earth who does not see the damage that this has done to this country, perhaps irreparably, other than him and occasional cortex, the witch from uh, New York. The witch from New York with the double Hispanic last name who makes believe she grew up poor when she grew up in an architect's home in Westchester. Telling us that we need these gangsters from Venezuela to run our nursing homes to take care of our parents. Can you believe the audacity of the psycho witch? One thing you got to say about the left is they have a lot of balls. I got to tell you that. Five, ten million, who knows how many are here. Can you deport them? Well, it could be done. It would require a citizen's army to get rid of them. Let's assume that we want to deport them once there's a new election and God willing, Trump is the nominee and he wins, which is, you know, he can win from a jail cell by what's going on here. How do you deport 10 million people who have been allowed into the country by this degenerate, corrupt administration and the corporate structure that thinks they're getting cheap labor when they're not, in fact, they're not getting free labor. It's the Catholic charities. It's the fake religious front groups. They're the real criminals here. The ones who greet them in the old, in, in, in Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Mexico, and give them all the stuff, the haircuts, the shoes, the clothing. They all come here cleaner than, uh, than most Americans. Please, by the way, if you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're gonna know who I am. Very easy. Wow, very easy. <laughs> the, the entitlement, the entitlement. Uh, no, believe me, I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. How do you think they get here? They're given tickets in the old country by Catholic charities, Protestant family services, Jewish uh, corrupt organizations, front groups, 501c3s, receiving billions and billions of dollars to bring in these degenerate bums into this country. No, they're not coming here to work. I'm sick and tired of hearing the lie. You have to dance around it. Robbing, raping, murder. 99% of them don't work. They're on welfare, living in hotels. How can a country survive this? Well, we aren't. We aren't surviving it. This is impeachment quality. So that brings us back to Biden's brain. How do you impeach an old man who's senile? Well, you can't, just as the prosecutor said he couldn't, he couldn't bring a public charge against them because he would come across as a, a, a kind of sad, sick old man and he couldn't be convicted, which I don't believe at all, by the way. It's a double talk. 
they never stopped him from convicting a, a mafioso who had senility or faked it. Okay, so I don't buy that act. It's a double talk from the prosecutor who's playing a double. He's, he's appeasing both sides with what he said. He gave a little bit to each side. Robert, you know, Ben Hur's son, Robert Hur, a so-called Republican prosecutor. He's looking towards his own future. He knows that if he burns both sides too hard, he has no future at all. This way, he like hedged his bet a little bit, and he only made a few people angry on each side. It's the way the world works. Okay, you know, it's like a ten thousand year old man is talking again. Savage, the Savage Nation. It's Savage on demand. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Jonathan Swift to Taylor Swift. When a true genius appears, you can know him by this sign that all the dunces are in a confederacy against him. <laughs> God, I quoted Jonathan Swift in the political zoo, if I remember correctly. Yes, 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 yes. Here it is. One of my numerous incredible years ahead of their time wizard publications. Oh, no, John Dryden, I quoted this old book, The Political Zoo. I was afraid to publish it. And I quoted John Dryden from 1681, you know, old white male genius, that occasional cortex would burn his books because they're too literate. He's certainly not a rapper who rubs his crotch and makes 50 mil, mil a year jank. He doesn't have 50 mil in the bank jank. He's too literate. If he was alive today, they'd fire him. They'd call it white privilege to be this literate. You know, literacy is white privilege. Being able to add two and 15 is white privilege in your head. Being able to fly a plane without crashing it is white privilege. You get the picture, don't you? You understand how insane these people are and dangerous? The true end of satire is the amendment of vice by correction. And he who writes honestly is no more an enemy to the offender than the physician to the patient when he prescribes harsh remedies to an inveterate disease. John Dryden, 1681. Wow. So I mean no harm. I mean only to awaken. Awaken ye all. So now what's the attack now? Now they're going to say Trump is not well. Now they're going to start attacking Trump to cover up Biden. You understand the, the playbook of the Democrats? Always accuse the other side of what you're doing. Lying, cheating, stealing, dementia. It's the other guy who did it, not me. They're like five-year-old children. So I went to Teddy's grave, put it up on Twitter. It was one of those days, a beautiful sunny day in Northern California. I've been suffering like hell from this uh, thing in my leg. It's not getting much better. It's killing me. I couldn't sleep all night. So, you know, you start to think about stuff. I went into poor little Teddy's grave. Man, go so fast. What else did I do yesterday? Sisters, Ruby and Julie, picture the two little poodles. I made a modification of Abraham Lincoln. You can fool some of the people some of the time, Joe. And you can fool some of the people all of the time, Joe. But you cannot fool all of the people all of the time, Mr. President. That was okay. John Dryden would appreciate that. What a nation. What a nation. It's called the lowest common denominator. I learned it in the fifth grade. When we had stupid children in the class who acted up, they would destroy the whole classroom. And the teacher said, I'll never understand that she said to the class, how the stupidest kids in the class always wind up running the classroom. She said they wind up taking over the classroom because everyone has to slow down for them. 
That's what we're going on in America. The stupidest amongst us are in the media and in the and leadership. Who would go into politics other than someone who hates the, themselves in the country? It's a joke. I mean, maybe a good good ones once in a while. Parkinsonian dementia, PDD, Biden's condition. I've told you this for two years. The gate, G-A-I-T, the broken memory, sad and dangerous for the world. As PDD advances, people may experience problems naming objects. Oh, or may misname them, like calling the president of Mexico the president of difficulty comprehending complex sentences. Like, Joe, this is the exit this way, not that way. Such as a question or information without giving more detail. Joe, the exit is that way, not that way. Speech problems, such as trouble producing words, even where they can think of the word that they want to say. It's very sad. It's very sad, but it's not sad. It's tragic when the leader of a nation has clear dementia of some kind and is not removed for the sake of the nation. This wouldn't go on in France. It wouldn't go on in England. It wouldn't go on in most civilized nations. Only in this corrupt nation, where you have a confederacy of dunces like Anderson Cooper, Wolf Blitzer, who puked on the air the other. Did you see Wolf Blitzer puked up in his mouth when it was announced that the Supreme Court was tilting in favor of Trump with regard to the Supreme Court question? Wolf Blitzer literally puked up his, his bagel in the from the morning that he gagged on in the studio. Mm. They, had a, they had a cut to a break. <clears throat> wow. You talk about a show. I mean, look, if you can't get humor out of this, what good is it all? Super Bowl LV 111, 49ers at Chiefs. I, I swear to God, I am so tuned out of the Super Bowl and out of sports. I really didn't know that it was my quote home team, the 49ers, who were playing in the Super Bowl till the other day because I could give a. Shit. The last I checked, the 49ers were like the biggest loser team on the planet. I don't even know what happened, how they became a good team. I don't, I don't check in on that. Oh, but the neighborhood, God, the people, grown people with 49ers outfits on, it's sickening. Grown people with children's sports outfits on. We need the Stiquito bust out to fix this one. So let's go back to Jonathan Swift and get some of his quotes. When a true genius appears, you can know him by the sign, by this sign that all the dunces are in the Confederacy against him. Norman Vincent Peale? Thomas Edison, I've not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. I loved Edison. Albert Einstein, life is like riding a bicycle to keep you balanced. You must keep moving. That's true. That is true. It is far better to be alone than to be in bad company. Nipper, nipper, that's a good one. It's far better to be alone, nipper, than to be in bad company. I will tell you, there's a lot of truth in that one. It's not that everyone's bad or a fool. I just can't take it anymore. So strive not to be a success, but to be a value, said Alvin Einstein. But I really want to get Jonathan Swift quotes. Henry Ford, life is a series of experiences. Uh, that was white privilege, the man who built the Ford Motor Company, tried to make him into a Nazi. Anyone who did anything good who was not of color was a Nazi. Jonathan Swift, November 30th, 1667, occasional cortex. He was white, European. October 19th, 1745. I always end up how long they lived to see how much longer I have to go. So you do the quick math, 45 and 33, uh-oh, 78. Ugh. Was an Anglo-Irish satirist, author, essayist, political pamphleteer, first for the Whigs, then for the Tories, poet. And that sounds familiar. He was on. He was first for the Whigs, then the Tories. Hmm. Interesting. Poet and Anglican cleric who became dean of St. Patrick's Cathedral, Dublin. Hence his common sobriquet, Dean Swift. He's known for Gulliver's Travels, you may remember that, an argument against abolishing Christianity, and a modest pr proposal. Former satirist in the English language. He originally published all his works under his pseudonyms, Michael Savage, I mean, Lemuel Gulliver, Isaac Bickerstaff, <laughs> or anonymously. He was a master of two styles of satire, the Horatian and the Juvenalian styles. Juvenal was a great Roman 
historian. His deadpan ironic writing style, particularly in a modest proposal, has led to such satire being subsequently termed Swiftian. Okay, but that's not what you want to hear. Where's his resting place? St. Patrick's Cathedral, Dublin. Don't tell that to occasional cortex. They'll go and disinter him as a racist because he was too smart. You know, intelligence is considered racism today. Literacy is certainly racism. I got 50 mil in the bank, Jank. Wait till you see what the Super Bowl act is going to be today. I told you I walked out of that one when they had some degenerate. Ugh. I walked out of that one in New Orleans. That Beyonce, I like a like a bad. Okay, I said enough. Like a, a bad burlesque act from the 1940s. Author of Gulliver's. Did anyone read Gulliver's Travels ever? Does anyone read it anymore? Right now we're living in Gullible's Travels. Anyone who believes Joe Biden is in Gullible's Travels. Vision is the art of seeing what is invisible to others. Oh! He was a bold man that first ate an oyster. Don't understand it. Oh, this is a cute one. That's eh, a bore. I don't want to read quotes. And, you know, that's 85 best ever. I'll read a few more, then I'll go to the news another day. 85 best ever Jonathan Swift quotes from the author of Gulliver's Travels. Okay, let's hear some of the best ones. A man should never be ashamed to own that he has been in the wrong, which is but saying that he is wiser today than yesterday. That's <laughs> Live every day as your last because one of these days it will be. I don't like that one. That's scary. I didn't sleep all night. Fine words, sir. I wonder where you stole them. Actually, I like Mel Brooks' line. You're 100% correct and impeccably dressed. That's Mel Brooks. It was very funny, much funnier. You're 100% correct and impeccably dressed. That's something you would say to a, a pompous ass. It is useless to attempt to reason a man out of a thing he was never reasoned into. That would apply to uh, virtually every politician. Proper words in proper places make the true definition of style meaningless. I don't like these. I, most of these are not good. The worthiest people are the most injured by slander. That's me. As is the best fruit which the birds have been pecking at. I, okay, I get it. That means he was picked on. There's nothing constant in this world but inconsistency. Okay, most of this is... Uh, this, every dog must have his day. That's from him. I didn't know that. I heard that from a gambler I knew. It was a New York Italian guy. He liked to make quotes up like he was smart. Don't worry, Michael. Every dog has his day. A real wise guy. Every dog has his day. I thought he made it up. I thought it was like a Brooklyn Mafia thing. Jonathan Swift. Happiness is the perpetual possession of being well-deceived. I have no idea what the hell that means. Here's my own unhappiness. You ready for one? Nipper, you want mine? Nipper says, yes, I really like this doll. You know, you, I can't buy another one. I found it. You know, I got this from a listener 20 years ago. I was on the radio. They sent it to me, trying to make it straight for you. I see them in plastic. I see them in, uh, you can't get a Nipper dog. It's the old RCA Victor dog, his master's voice. But am I listening to him or is he listening to me? Don't know. I'm not a ventriloquist. I can't tell you. Happiness consists of being able to speak the truth without making anyone suffer. You like that one? Happiness consists of being able to speak the truth without making anyone suffer. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'd be happy if I didn't make anyone suffer today. Falsehood flies and truth comes limping after it so that when men come to be undeceived, it is too late. I have no idea what he means. I have no idea. Some of this is, is out of date. We have just enough religion to make us hate but not enough to make us love one another. Very Christian. Oh, this is funny. The latter part of a wise person's life is occupied with curing the follies, prejudices, and false opinions they contracted earlier. Okay. We of this age have discovered a shorter and more prudent method to become scholars and wits without the fatigue of reading or of thinking. Close. I have ever hated all nations, professions, and communities, and all my love is toward individuals. Eh, sounds like a soldier is a Yahoo hired to kill in cold blood, as many of his own species who have never offended him as possibly he can. Okay, well, without them, though, we'd be killed, Johnny. So, I mean, that's a very 
you know, pacifist Christian viewpoint. But if you don't kill the enemies in cold blood, they'll kill you. I'm as old as my tongue and a little older than my teeth. I think I'm going to stop. In men, desire begets love, and in women, love begets desire. Eh. I have another quote that I like better that I put in Abuse of Power. Let me read it to you from one of my novels, just to show you that I'm pretty good with the parlance once in a while. I can't find it. I probably can't put my finger on it. See, I don't prepare these things properly. I should actually sit down and script it out like Bill Maher and have a screen in front of me from HBO. I woke up this morning. I was in such pain from my leg. I started to come up with jokes for myself. And one of them was kind of like scatological. And it was like, you know, an old Bosch belt joke. How'd you like to be Joe Biden's laundress a day after a press conference? It's kind of funny in a way, if you understand that it, it's a joke. Let me get the one from Abuse of Power that I want to read you. Stay. Nipper, take care of them for a minute, would you please? I'll be right back. It's about one of my characters, a detective, is walking in, in San Francisco. And he's reflecting on a detective he knew and the wives he's had. This is actually a great novel. This was written, Abuse of Power, when it was fashionable to be against Islamo-fascists. And uh, it was a number, it was a big New York Times bestseller. You wouldn't know that from the San Francisco Chronicle, three in a row, Jack Hatfield, because it, it didn't have homosexual, lesbian, gay, bisexual, uh, minority, uh, crime as good themes in it. The police were the heroes. The, the radical Islamists were the enemies. So it never made it to the San Francisco Chronicle run by Willie Brown and Nancy Pelosi. Extremism in the defense of liberty is no vice. Moderation in the pursuit of justice is no virtue. I love Barry Goldwater in 1964. I was a mere lad. Wow, I love you. Barry Goldwater would be a great president today. Trump would have steal that one. He ought to use that one. Extremism in defense of liberty is no. I see a lot of my stuff appearing here and there. And they don't even know it's from me. I think what's happening is that they listen to they listen to me and a lot of other people, obviously. They pick stuff up, the people who work for the next rung and the next rung before the actual guy gives a speak, and they copy stuff from us. Then they send it up the chain, and then by the time it arrives at the guy who's giving the speech, they don't even know where it came from. So you can't really accuse them of stealing. Actually, there could be no plagiarism in a day like today because everybody steals from everybody without even knowing it. And that's something. Jack Hatfield, great novel. What's this one? Oh, this is a sex scene. There's a good sex scene in this one. Nearly a week and a half after the blast, Jack was dreaming of a beautiful blue-eyed Czech woman he'd met at a bar in town, reliving in vivid detail a night they'd spent in her apartment in North Beach. This is good fiction. She was a stunning woman with the longest legs Jack had ever seen close up, and when she peeled off her dress... Revealing that she had no tan lines whatsoever. He found himself, blah, 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 blah. This is a family show. Jack had always been a proponent of the slow build, but this woman had no interest in that. Before he could get his pants all the way off, she was reach reaching for him like a groupie with a rock star. Blah, blah, blah. You can do anything you want to me, but do it now. That's lurid. It's awful. The whispers were... Eh. I don't like sex scenes. You, you can't do sex scenes. They're bad. No one could do a good sex scenes. That's why I wrote a lot about, you know, <laughs> crime and the dog. That you could do. You can't write a sex scene. It's nonsense. In the age of pornography, who would bother reading a sex scene anyway? Anyway, the novel's very good. It's not even dated. It's about Islamo-fascism. And it ends in a beautiful way with one of them being thrown off the tower of the Golden Gate Bridge, the villain. Jack gets him on the top of the Golden Gate Bridge and throws him off the top of it. Did you know that there are elevators inside the towers of the Golden Gate Bridge? You didn't know that. Jack Hatfield is a hardcore former war correspondent who rose to national prominence for his insightful, provocative commentary. But after being smeared as a bigot and extremist by a radical leftist media watchdog group, he ultimately loses his job and finds himself working in obscurity as a freelance news producer in San Francisco. Wow. You're kidding. Abuse of power. Good book. Three in a row. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. 
the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm reluctant to end this because then I have to go back to my regular life and feel pain. So maybe I'll just stay on for a while. I'll put in Billy Bones and see if I can find the song. If it comes up, the Billy Bones song. Oh. Uh, Billy Bones, a character from Stevenson's Treasure Island. No, but there's a song, Billy Bones. I have to now go back and put in Billy Bones' song. Okay. Good morning, Billy Bones, Billy Bones, Billy Bones. There's a local group that sang it. They did it great. I can't find it. Pirates. Ah, Skip Henderson. Billy Bones. Good morning to you, Billy Bones, Billy Bones. Good morning to you, Charming Billy. I wish I had the lyrics. So I have to put in lyrics, and I'll get the lyrics. I will sing it because I, I'll do anything but going back to my life. I don't like the pain. I'm not good with pain. I don't know about you. I won't take pain pills. I hate them. I hate them. I hate pain pills. Billy Bones lyrics. That's what I'm trying to do. It's like a dark song. The meaning behind. You can't find anything online. You have to search. Billy Bones song lyrics. That's what I'm trying to get. The Pogue sang it. Track 10 on Rum, Sodomy, and the Lash. That's funny. Rum, Sodomy, and the Lash. You know where that came from, don't you? That was Winston Churchill said that the, the British Empire, the British the British M Navy was built on Rum, Sodomy, and the, M and the Lash. Probably got it from me. Elvis Costello. Who said it first, me or him? He, a lot of them listened to me in those old days. No, this is not it. Nah, I can't find it. So I'm sorry, guys. You go to all these sites. Billy Bones lyrics. The Pogues, Billy Bones lyrics. The meaning behind the song. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm just going to do the news and have a cup of coffee. I don't think I want to search around for the lyrics because I, then I'll start singing and really make a fool of myself. No Billy Bones, Billy Boy, I get it. It's a pirate song about death, which was with them all the time. And it, I used to sing it on the air and play it on the air from the local group uh, because it was so, it was so incredibly good. You know, when the New Yorker did the profile, I mean, they said I was obsessed with the fear of death. Uh, hello, I have been since I'm a kid. Who isn't? You know anyone who isn't? I think I'll have a sip of water. I'll hydrate myself. You know, people die from too much water. You do know that. Oh, good morning, Billy Bones, Billy Bones, Billy Bones. I think I will do the news. I can't find the lyrics. Let's go over to the news, views and reviews. What should I start with first? I like Breitbart a lot. Whistleblowers lining up to testify in Fannie Willis' case. If Fannie Willis were white, she'd be in jail by now for what she did with the boyfriend. Jail immediately to take her away in handcuffs. Some people have, you know, certain protection. Taylor Swift yet to acknowledge death of Toby Keith, who jump-started career. King Charles makes first public appearance after cancer diagnosis. You can't ridicule him now that he has cancer. You can't do it. America last 17 GOPs approved $60 billion for Zelensky. $60 billion in a slush fund. Most of it goes to American uh, um, contractors. Uh, the vermin in the military-industrial complex. New York's Museum of Modern Art forced to close as anti-Israel protesters storm in. I would, I would arrest them all. I'd give them five years of hard time. That's not protesting. That's called a riot. It's punishable by prison time. That's called a riot. It's not a protest, schmuck. Russia launches dozens of drone strikes in five-hour barrage on Ukraine. I guess that is a result of uh, the interview by Ty What's his name? Tyler Swift? Uh, Cucker Tolson. After the Cucker Tolson interview, Russia launched drone strikes. He's a brave guy to even do the interview. I mean, whatever. I mean, now his life is, now he's condemned. Ugh, the news is horrible. 
Trump says if Biden too mentally incompetent to convict, he's unfit to serve. That's true. All right, I'm, I'm losing my breath already. I can't take the news. I already lost. You could feel I lost the wind in my sails. I'll go to the New York Post, and I think I'm through. First Lady Fumes, the hippie social worker is now defending her husband. Joe, Jill Biden defends Joe, suggests special counsel tried to score political points using son's death. How the hell dare he, said the hippie social worker, Jill Biden. She's running the country. Lashed out at special counsel Robert Herr over a scathing report that raised alarming question about the president's age. They're making such, they're digging, their, they're digging the wheel in the mud more. You don't do that. You don't fume against the prosecutor for pointing out the obvious. You're just spinning your wheels in the mud. They're not that smart. Whoever put them in did, made a real mistake here. You're starting to see how dumb they really are. Dangerous, yes. Vicious, yes. 18-year-old woman dies after jumping from NYU building. Another one? If you sent me to NYU for a day, I'd jump off a building. I would think, no, if you sent me to NYU and I had to teach there for one day with the students they have there today, I think I could fly. I think I'm Superman and jump off the fourth story. That's not a joke. Ugh. Okay. Assaults on NYPD escalate to record-breaking totals and latest anti-cop sentiment, full-blown epidemic. There's a, there's a cure for the assaults on the NYPD. First of all, you get rid of this moron Eric Adams. Put him in prison for what he's done to the city with his sport jackets. Put him in jail with his $10,000 sport jackets, that schmuck. We're not giving people American Express cards. We are giving them a food card. So instead of a debit card, instead of having to deliver food and have people eat food that we were seeing waste in food, they're now able to get their own food. Eric Adams. Puffed out chest, $10,000 sport jacket, can't manage a butterfly. I thought he'd be good because he was an ex-cop. I knew he was a bum cop. I knew he was the wrong side of the police. He was the one who ratted out the cops. But I figured, give him a chance. Don't tell me the, uh, the, the one who has cats should do it. The, the old man in the red, red beret. Are you joking? How could you trust an old man in a red beret to manage a city? Controversial Chiefs receiver not expected to play Super Bowl after Instagram drama. Oh, I'm sick of it. The news is awful. Cold shoulder. Brittany Mahomes shrugs off Patrick's brother as he's denied VIP access and viral video. You hear this? This is the news. I can't take it anymore. There is no news. Savage. Home of borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. A savage republic inside the plot to destroy America lays out the threats we face prepare you for what's next, and offer solutions to save our republic. Please wake up and fight back before it is too late. You can buy it right now on Amazon or on bondsandnoble.com. A Savage Republic, Inside the Plot to Destroy America by Michael Savage. Thank you for listening. Share it with five others. Let me go to uh, Newsmax, see what they have up. Trump's call to end debt-free foreign aid sparks fury. What? Debt-free foreign aid. Voting to turn all future foreign aid from obligation-free bailouts to loans that should be paid. Oh, that's good. Then the White House and reliant NATO leaders lashed back. Wow. In other words, if you give a country money, they have to pay you back. That's unheard of. <laughs> uh, Netanyahu defends war on Hamas and Gaza, victory within reach. No, it isn't. But let them go. Let them keep doing what they're doing. What do I care? It's a horrible thing. They can't win it. No matter what they do, Israel lost already. Two of 105 remaining hostages dead, eight more injured. They can't win. Egypt may end peace treaty if Israel pushes into Rafah. The Rafah crossing, this is bad. The Rafah border town, that's where all of the leaders of it are hiding. Ugh. Trump, Biden will be tried by ballot box, no revenge. Okay, I'm going to get off the Trump train for a minute. Nothing against it. I just don't want to do it. Let's go to the Drudge Report. Trump tells cheering crowd he would encourage Russia to attack NATO members for not paying dues. <sighs> the Don mocks Haley's husband for serving in military. Nikki says, say it to my face. Oh, God. Trump really gotta, ought to get control of his... Uh, Verbal diarrhea. I mean, he says some things that are great. 
but really, you know, certain things he shouldn't say. You, you know, it's it counts. Drug cartels targeting in Montana, very nice. The bird that took a human mate? You're kidding me. Occasional cortex got married? I didn't know that. The tight end, the right turned against why Kelsey is the man for Swift. I always thought the tight end was a little gay. But I heard the tight end. I mean, there was always a little, you know. Some of the verbiage in football is a little on the weird side. The tight end, please, come on. Halfback, quarterback, fullback. <laughs> as soon as they change some of the tops and bottoms, I'm out of there. I'm sorry. Okay, there's nothing more in the news. I don't want to read the news anymore. It's, it's nauseating. It's all about the football game and Donald Trump. Taylor made it. Wow, I can go have coffee now. Taylor Swift lands in L.A. ahead of Super Bowl after performing four sold-out shows in Tokyo. She's some performer. A lot of people love her, man. You got to hand it to her. She's a great performer. She is. The girls love her. What kind of jet does she have? What a beautiful plane. A big private jet. It's not a small private jet. There's an order of like a 737 kind of private jet. Why don't they tell you what kind of jet? Everyone wants to know the type of jet. Exiting a private jet at LAX following a... I try to think about it. So she did four performances, gets on her plane, and flies, what, 12 hours? I try to think, like, what it would be like to be Taylor Swift on your jet after doing four shows. Well, a jet like that, you have a shower, number one. She could have a bathtub. She's a girl. She has to have a bathtub. Plane that size, could have a bathtub. Well, it's a lot of water. I don't know. Well, the water coming down from the shower could equal that of a small bathtub. I try to think about what a beautiful thing. She's a beautiful girl. My granddaughter loves her, so therefore I like her. I, what do I care about her politics? I really don't give a one thing. I don't even know what her politics are. Like something left. I don't even know her boyfriend is Travis Kelsey. I don't know who he is. Uh, but I imagine having that jet with a shower on it, how many times I've flown in the early days when I had to fly coach to New York, like Willie Loman. Oh God, I hated those days. But in the early days, the beauty was before TSA, I could take a bottle of wine on the plane with me on my bag. No one even knew it. I wasn't going to drink that cheap, those little bottles of wine. I was flying with the uh, Valpolicella. I remember in my little bag, it was fun. I would drink red wine the whole way to New York because I had to be Willie Loman and try to sell a book or something. And I'm a nervous flyer. Most pilots, by the way, are terrible passengers. Ask them. They hate, they hate being passengers on jets. Very nervous. They know what could go wrong more than, more than you do. So I would sit and drink my wine. And then they would complain. But they jammed in. There were fatso's then. You got a fatso here, a fatso there, and you're in the middle with a bottle of wine? Forget about it. It's not funny. They were the first ones to bust you. Stewardess, he's... Ooh, but the sweating, the smells of the dirty people, ugh, the stink of the dirty people. The worst flights were the peop the connecting flights of the plane that would fly from Asia to San Francisco. And I get on the plane that was going to New York, and they didn't clean the jet. There was a turnaround. That plane stank. It stank. The reek, they didn't clean the seats. There was still like garbage on the floor. <laughs> it, was, it was like a flying, it was like a flying bus to the Catskill Mountains in 1959 in a heat wave. Oh, I can go into some Catskill Mountains humor right now. Anything with going back to my life, I can't take it. Yeah, someone says I hate people flying in pajamas. Can anyone explain to me what person would let their kid go to school in pajamas? What's going on with boys and girls going to school in their pajamas? How did that become a, a fad? You talk about weakness and stupidity, and how could you send your child to school in pajamas? I say, no, you don't wear pajamas to school. You wear them to sleep. Put them on your bed. You're not wearing them to school. I don't care if, 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 if Elsie does it. How the hell does a kid, how can you expect a child to listen to anything the teacher has to say if you let him go to school in pajamas? It's a breakdown. The whole society is gone. So she got to L.A., huh? Oh, I feel better now. Wow. Whew, I'm glad she got there. I know I feel much better knowing that she made it. I really feel so much better. I was worried she wasn't going to make it to L.A. in time. I was up all night thinking about her.
not getting to LA in time. It would have been what a loss for humanity. I'm actually going to look up what kind of jet does Taylor Swift have. I like private jets. I'm interested. Okay. Wow, the Soul Falcon 7X. Recently downsized from two private jets to one amid uproar over the state's reliance on this. Ex- stars are on this exclusive polluting form of travel. She's probably very deeply into, into climate change. She has kept a larger jet, a Dassault Falcon 7X, but dropped a Dassault 900 late last month. Good girl. She's taken one for the environment. <laughs> I don't be like, good for her, man. I, I love it. Good for her. She earned it. What, she should fly coach on Japan Airlines? $54 million, that's cheap. Oh, she owns a 7X, so she kept the cheap one, the 7X. She kept the cheap one, the $51 million one. She ought to get a new Gulfstream, a GF. They're still the best. They're the most amazing. Or just go for the go for the, the, the Boeing business jet and put a bathroom in it. They're the best. If you have real money, you get it. If you're like a prince from Saudi Arabia, they don't mess with these private jets like this. They do Boeing BBGs, Boeing business jets. That's the way to fly. They have like a bedroom, bathroom. Can anyone really go to the bathroom on a plane to begin with? Even if it's a private jet, it's impossible. All that whooshing noise. It's impossible, even if it's private. You have to wait till you get home. I mean, for number two, I'm just, I'm not going to get scatological. On Feb 16, Swift starts the Australian swing of her tour. Her Eros tour? Oh, Eros tour. I thought Eros tour. And it's scheduled to be there for 10 days. After that, she's set to perform in Singapore until March 9th. Wow. Swift begins a European swing in May. You know what? If you got it, flaunt it. If you're on top of the world, stay on top of the world. You earned it, baby. You earned it. Every penny of it. You're a talented young lady, girl, woman. And you earned every dime. You didn't take it from me. So enjoy it. Super Bowl LV113 via the football. You're a private jet. All right. I don't even understand the big thing. She's dating some great football star. Who should she date? You? Of course she should date a football star. Macho guy. Can you imagine the old hippie leftist stars, how jealous they are of this girl? The most they've had was a private bus. Joan Baez probably had a private, you know, you know, big old greyhound. That's about it. Inside Taylor Swift's Dassault. Supercar Blondie. What a beautiful plane. A Dassault. Does this one have three engines or two? Sold a Dassault Falcon 900. That's the big one with the three engines. You know what emissions there are? Have any idea? Attention all you left-wing fools who love her. You know what the carbon... They're so stupid, the carbon offset. Morons, idiots. Idiot morons. How bad are Taylor Swift's private jet emissions? That's almost sexual. That's a stupid, that's some headline. Taylor Swift's private jet emissions? This is like borderline. Taylor Swift's CO2 emissions from private jet flights revealed. You know, (laughs) they're sick. These people are sick. 30 celebrities whose private jets created most CO2 emissions in the left. All it makes is plants grow more, you freaking idiots, you. More CO2, better for the plant life, carboniferous phase. Look up the carboniferous phase, it phase idiots. And secondly, it's not going to affect it very much. How bad are Taylor Swift's private jet emissions? Well, ask me about how bad are Kelsey's emissions. That's what I'd like to read about. She'll tell you that one day in a tell-all. What if she claims in like 20, 10 years from now that he, one of them, could they ever sue each other? Even Swifties are struggling to defend Taylor's private jet use. Intense scrutiny. What do I care? Good looking girl, very talented, and she has a jet. What's your business? How do they expect her to get from Japan to America? They want to take her like a rickshaw from the stage and then what? Take a sampan across the Pacific Ocean? Planes are parked at a private jet terminal. Harry Reid International Airport in the Super Bowl. A lot of planes, a lot of planes. <sighs> okay, beautiful boy to fly. I've done it many times. They didn't have a Salt Falcon 9X. I, I'll be honest with you, we've done it many times. 
You know my family's history. My son had a private jet for years. We don't anymore. We didn't do it for the carbon emissions. I personally prefer flying commercial. They're safer. It's that simple. Particularly today when you have sleep, seats you could sleep down on, like you could take JetBlue from SFO to Fort Lauderdale if you're going across the country. Okay, but you do have to share a bathroom. That's the one part that I don't like. But <clears throat> they're much safer. Commercial jets are safer. Of course, with DEI, I don't know anymore. The day they have a, a blind transsexual of color flying the plane, I won't fly at all. The day I go in and they open the door, I mean, because they'd let you see now the pilot with the wave. They used to let, first you couldn't, then they did. But I see someone with like a seeing eye dog with black glasses on, I'm not flying. Sorry, even though I know it's good for the environment and good for the society. Well, <clears throat> Nipper, I made some bad jokes today. We've had a little fun, made a little headway. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed this so far. If those of you who've never heard a Taylor Swiftless song, don't bother. It's like whiny elevator music is what it is. Think of elevator music in, in, in you go like in a department store in a changing room and you have to listen to it. Girls like it. Children like it. Thank you for listening. I'm Michael Savage. Share this podcast with five friends. Maybe it's not too late. Savage. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.